international tutor from Morocco. A self-proclaimed bookworm, Lara finds comfort in reading a good book. Today, she recounts with me the love she has for well-written works of literature. This interview was recorded in 2021 during the COVID-19 pandemic and was conducted in compliance with local COVID regulations. My favorite book. I have a lot of favorites. The first thing that I can think of right now would be Mark uh Mark Zusak, the book Thief. Is it Mark or Marcus? Marcus Zusak. Uh, I love how he has written his characters. I love the story, the the plot, the world building even, and I love how death has a voice. You know, like in the book, it literally starts with death saying something like surprise surprise we're all going to die <laughs> it's literally how it starts so i was like that's that's amazing it's very nice very i say quirky but at the same time dramatic oh yeah makes you laugh makes you cry yeah i think that's my one of my favorites definitely and even the writing style is, is amazing his writing style so good <laughs> well one is a historical fiction right and i'm not a historical fiction reader uh you'd find me read more of fantasy romance things of the sort but for this particular book i don't know like maybe the very fact that death has a voice and that was very fascinating at the time even now honestly like i'll just go through certain pages because i it's such a nice book that you just want to remember certain things here and there so you'd always go back and go through the pages it touches on the the subjects of world war and you know all of that but then as well as the love of books and it has this little girl who is really into books has the book thief right it was beautiful it was also beautiful seeing her relationship with one of the uh her grandpa actually had a Jew a Jew fugitive a Jewish fugitive oh Jewish fugitive like a This is during World War Two. Yeah. Okay. There was such a nice friendship that has built between the two of them. So yeah, yeah, it's nice. All in all, even her grandpa, well, her dad, but then foster dad, quite old. So I'd consider him her grandpa. It doesn't matter. But then their relationship was also amazing. Mm. Like he was a really nice guy. Yeah. I have to read this book. You definitely have to. I will. <laughs> What is your favorite genre of literature? My favorite genre, as I mentioned earlier, more into fantasy. Epic fantasy should be fine. High fantasy, romance. Yeah. Uh, my least favorite, although you didn't ask, would be young <laughs> adult. <laughs> yeah, I just can't relate to that. Is it because you're now past the young adult? I believe so. I think it's it's really a matter of age, maybe an experience. I know, like there are a lot of adults who really enjoy reading young adult novels, but then in my case, I just can't relate to the topics, the coming of age situation, and all of that. Even like the high school setting or even middle school setting. Yeah, I just I can't relate, and I like to relate to whatever it is I'm reading because at one point you just find yourself in there, right? being with the characters so if i can't relate i'm like i don't really enjoy it that much i feel like the themes are do not mean much to me anymore 
I mean, even now, I'm having a hard time reading books where the characters are a university level. Because I'm past, you know, like, I'm past the university level, so I'm just like... Well, I feel like as long as the theme is fine, like, if, if it's a strong one, then yeah, good. But then, other than that, and you know how the young adults tend to... I don't know, they're very, very easy to read. But at the same time, the the themes are very, I don't know, like, I can't relate. I really just can't relate. Yeah. Too shallow, maybe. I don't want to use that word. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not shallow, but <laughs> yeah. it's something that you've already been through. And yeah, like yeah. you say, you don't relate to it anymore. Yeah. One of the main reasons why you read is to just, I don't know, escape and enjoy something different, experience something different. And I obviously want to experience something being the 25 that I am, not like <laughs> 15 or 16, yeah. How do you pick what to read next? YouTube and Goodreads. Uh, so it would depend on my mood, really. So say I'm in the mood of reading fantasy or romance, I'll just like uh, go to YouTube booktubers and look for recommendations there if that doesn't work for me then i would you know in goodreads um if you you do you use it yes okay good so you know how when you have your books there in each book uh, that you've read if you click on it you have other recommendations based on that book right mm-hmm. so i would check those as well and see what people are saying the reviews and everything and decide according to that yeah I only really restarted using Goodreads this year just because of you and Ellie. <laughs> I was like, I guess I should read again. <laughs> Sometimes we're always like, oh, I don't have time. We're busy working. We're busy doing this. We're busy doing that. But honestly, you always have time to read. Yeah. Even if it's only one hour per day, you know, like, or even less than an hour. Maybe when you're going to somewhere and you're on the bus or the train station it doesn't matter just just grab it i mean by grab it i mean grab your phone for example because it's tricky to have an actual physical book now especially that we have to carry with us, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah i mean everything now is easier with our phones so why not right romance so that's a very interesting genre because when i think about romance writing i guess i haven't read a lot of it but i think of those like book covers with like the Naked upper torso, and I'm thinking like... That's more like new adults. New adults. Yeah, there is a difference. Okay. You see, like, new adults are more oriented towards everything that's, I'd say, R-rated. So, uh, it has a lot of explicit content, a lot of explicit content, okay. (laughs) Uh, Romance, on the other hand, it can just be romantic, but still innocent, still naive, you know. Just that beautiful kind of relationship this fairy tale kind of you know but what you are describing right now that's new adults okay (laughs) there's a lot of diversity with writing it makes sense is there any aspect to reading that frustrates you Mm, in what sense maybe you have a problem with like a a book like you Uh... are in the middle of a book that you were really enjoying and then Maybe the book goes in the direction you didn't expect, that oh. you didn't want it to, or the writing suddenly becomes not great, or I don't know if that has ever happened. I think this happens a lot when you're reading series. 
So when you're reading a book theory which tends to have up to six or even seven books in the, the series, then yeah, sometimes the characters change and it's understandable because they're growing with each and every stage of the, the story and of each book, of course. But then sometimes you would have this amazing character initially, right? In the first book, like nice, very kind, very strong, very this, very that, you know? And then at one point, maybe because he didn't manage to get the the girl he wanted, or maybe he didn't manage to get the the power he was seeking, or it doesn't matter, something like that would happen, and then they would suddenly turn into these really bad characters, and I'm like, why, you know, like, why would you do that? I really like that person, <laughs> I really it's a person, you know, like, I treat my characters as people, actual real people, so if you hear person, it's because I think of them as actual people. But yeah, as I was saying, when something like this happens, um, I do get frustrated. Or when the book in ends in a um, cliff. A cliffhanger. Yeah. Um, just like, what now? Oh <laughs> what do I do now? Like, I need more. And especially if there is no second, especially if there is no second book. Sometimes there are some books who just end like that. And sometimes you have characters that are super annoying. Especially the main characters. Like, so the you'd have like the girl protagonist being very, say, naive and treated really bad and her not having a voice. Well, if it's a series, then generally like there would be a lot of character building throughout the books and so on. So you'd see her growing, changing and everything. But if it's really just especially when the character is very naive or so like you're just no give her some character give her some personality i need to see more make her stronger make her whatever the author can do that right then why don't they why do we have to suffer through the whole thing i understand i understand that as i said especially when you're when you have a series in general then it makes sense but then if it's just a um, one book kind of thing, then no, no. And that's not, that's not beautiful. They make it seem as if it's something nice and so on, but it's not, it's not really. Like people need to have a character and they need to have a voice. They need to stand their grounds. And when it comes to books, like we always have to keep in mind that there are a lot of young readers and a lot of young readers take those people as like they're, you know, idols, whatever, even though they're just fake people, they're not real, but then still they do. I did at one point in my life, so, you know. Who? Uh, it was a French book. It was called Le Crime de Rose. So, yeah, Rose is Crime. It was a thriller with some romance in it. Yeah. And the character got stronger with throughout the events, but then still, initially, I was just like, I wish she was stronger you know, to begin with, but yeah, that was that. We have to keep in mind that there are a lot of young readers, and so when you're writing, I feel like authors need to take that into consideration. Because there are a lot of books, I came across one that was discussing a very, say a very gory theme, okay? It was about uh, stalking and all of that, but then they romanticized that, you see? And... I was going through the reviews like on Goodreads and seeing how some people, some girls more specifically, were okay with that. I was like, um, 
no <laughs> it doesn't work like this this isn't like real world you know and those people like take those as like something that's real and they're sort of like fantasizing about this bad guy who would fall in love with them and then at one point or another become good because of it. it doesn't have no. to work like that it's that, not no, that's no. a fantasy <laughs> <laughs> how seriously do you take the reviews on goodreads not that serious okay. yeah <laughs> yeah because sometimes they're paid to to write the reviews right mm. uh there are a lot of paid people there so there are a lot of reviews really so I try to read a bit of everything, especially those that are not that do not have a lot of likes or something like that. Because then you know, oh, those are genuine people. But then the reviews with a lot of comments and likes and everything, I'm like, oh, that's fishy. Not everyone likes the same thing, right? Yeah. So sometimes you can find a book that's very underrated, for example, but then you really enjoy it, and it's it's normal. And you can find a book that's that has a really great rating but then still you don't like it at all so it's understandable if you like each one has his own taste this episode of the international tutor podcast is made possible by the contributions from the international tutors Lara and nathan this podcast was conceived by me nathan at the education university of hong kong with the support from the aslc manager dr jesse choi Thank you.